Audible.com is the Internet's leading provider of spoken audio entertainment. With over 75,000 titles to choose from, Audible has it covered. Get a free audiobook download when you sign up for a free trial. Go to audiblepodcast.com forward slash diddle and get your free audiobook today. No man threatens a messenger. You bring the crowns and heads of conquered kings to my city steps. You insult my queen. You threaten my people with slavery and death. Oh, I've chosen my words carefully, Persian. Perhaps you should have done the same. Spassin! This is madness! Good evening. Welcome to Sick and Wrong, the world's source for antisocial commentary. One of your hosts, D. Simon. I'm Lance Wackerly. What's up there, Wackerly? You seem rather giddy this evening. Now, now I now I understand the giddiness. No, but you know, seriously, I I knew you were gonna have this jubilant tone to your voice and uh, your demeanor to my whistle, <laughs> to, to your call whistle it, there. Call it my whistle, bitch. Um, but but I suspected that there are two reasons why you're jubilant today. One, because you probably read that they're making a Battlestar Galactica movie. Yeah, but you know what. <laughs> I was almost psyched, but they're not even. It's not even going to be based on the new Battlestar Galactica. It's going to be based on the old Battlestar Galactica, which is just dumb. So wait, they're going to reanimate Lauren Green, or they're going to have you know George <laughs> Papard play Lauren Green's part, or something like that. Is I he still alive? A, well, I thought you'd be stoked. You'd be like, uh, you know, Battlestar. You wouldn't go see. A remake of the '70s Battlestar Galactica movie. You know, no, I, I predict it'll be just as good as the you know Conan the Barbarian remake. It'll suck. But what about the Star Wars remake? Wasn't that a? I mean, that was kind of a decent movie. The prequels? What are you talking? The about? prequel or whatever it was the last thing they made. <laughs> horrible, horrible. <laughs> I'm not even, I don't even like Star Wars, and they were horrible. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess maybe that's not why you're rejoicing. I think that you know the the true reason. Why you're rejoicing, and hence the reason you play, we're playing taps there, is because you think this episode, right now, episode 300 of Sick and Wrong, is the last episode of Sick and Wrong forever. Why wouldn't it be? <laughs> You'll finally be free from the albatross, the curse. It's the episode 300, it's a, good era, it's a good stage to, you know, end on a high note. <laughs> high note. <laughs> We've really reached the pinnacle of our podcrafting abilities and appeal. <laughs> you know, I agree with you, Wackerly, and I don't want to diarrhea all over your parade here, but this is not the last episode of Sick and Wrong. I, probably did, I, I didn't fax you the memo. I should have done that probably earlier, but slipped my, my mind. My fax was broke. My fax machine's down. So Although I agree I with it. you, because I have been this whole week, just the past couple of weeks, I've been thinking about 
ending the show on a high note. Like seriously, I admire British television for just for that for that reason. The BBC will have a show that just goes for two series, three series, and then it's done. It never right, got but the shitty. Other, the other thing about the BBC is even the series is 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 short and sweet. You know, six, six episodes. episodes. That's it. Not fucking three hundred. Well, they pull the plug before the show becomes tedious, predictable, and unwatchable. And right now, yes. I'm referring to Sons of Anarchy. <laughs> but um, but yeah, True like, Blood. I'm looking at you. <laughs> but you know, I was worried. I was actually thinking, I'm like, you know what? I wonder if Sick and Wrong is going in this direction, and maybe episode three hundred is a good ending point as any i mean that's 300 really? episodes I don't know, I've, been, I've been thinking about this up until this morning i had mm. a genuine epiphanal experience i had a, i had an epiphany this this morning and it kind epiphanal. of i'm gonna get to i'm gonna explain it in a moment is but, epiphanal a real word a real word yeah and it, it was oh. an epiphanal experience it was oh. a, you know a, a come to jesus moment for Are you me sure it's not epiphaniacal <laughs> I think you're epiphaniacal. Um, no, it was an epiphany. I had a genuine epiphany this afternoon, and I'm going to explain it in a moment. But it led me to, to decide to keep sick and wrong going. I, I think major well, changes... Once again, it, it led you to decide that you would keep it going. <laughs> hear me out. Hear keep me out, because I, I think I'll be able to uh, persuade you as well. But okay. I, th I think it's time to make... I think, I think major changes are in order. I think it's time to tweak the show, change up our format... Um, make some changes. You know, I really should have discussed you with this with you. Do I need air. to open? Do I need to put the champagne back in the fridge? I know. I, I that's why I feel like I'm just fucking diarrhea, just spraying out all over your parade here. Like you're ready what to party, get wasted, and be like, you know, fuck you, fans, fucking hate you, sick and wrong, done. I and, was gonna, I was gonna tell everybody off for sure, burn the bridges. Yeah, I know, and and here I am, like. You know, keeping the uh, sick and wrong flame burning here. You know, I, sh I should really have discussed this with you off air, but you never ever return my phone calls. So, <laughs> no, <laughs> I, I, why would I do that? You could get a you could get a different me, like they did in Bewitched, or remember there's a second Darren, and you that just don't tell anybody, and just all of a sudden have a new person who like like what like Bob Madigan when I tried to do that with Bob Madigan that didn't work. Well, you just say he's me. Remember when? It's probably easier in podcasting than television. And lots of television shows have done it successfully. Remember when in Roseanne, when there was a, a different Becky in like season five or something? But did they bring the original Becky back? No. She was just <laughs> she, done? She didn't want to be on the show anymore or she wanted too much money. So they just said, fuck you. There's a million 15-year-old blonde actresses out there. But why would they kill the character off like they did with Charlie Sheen? Because that's not what the, that's not where they wanted the story to go. That, then, then the actor gets to dis, dis, gets to define the the story arc of the of the show. No, they're just like fuck you. We'll get another Becky. I just see Wackley. I just I feel that the show, the dynamic of the show, would be completely different if uh, you. Well, maybe on. that's what you're looking for, though. <laughs> it's getting no. stale. The other thing TV shows do when it starts to get stale is you put in a, a new little kid, <laughs> family ties, some other shows. I think maybe even Happy Days, they wound up with some, some adopted kid at some point. So you, are you saying that uh, we should adopt a child and add it to the show? You, you. We, br wait, we brought you, in Rollo. You live in, a, you live in a home with a with a man and a woman, a more stable family unit. You guys can get a kid and put them on the show. And so wait, it would just be me and the kid, Pondcrafting? Mostly. 
mostly you and the kid. Maybe once every 10 weeks or so, I would come in just to make people still think I was part of it. But I don't think they would notice if there was a cute little kid there. Would I he say... Would say he, you, would say, you would say stupid things, and then the kid would be like wise beyond his years, right? That's usually how you work it. Yeah, but it doesn't match biz. your personality. For your but character once again, here remember, in the show. we're trying to destalify the premise. <laughs> well, I agree with you. Major changes are definitely in order, and uh, the reason to explain why change is necessary here, because we're we're a mature podcast, and we've been podcasting a while. I think we're a mature podcast. Okay, Not so only you don't mean you, do, you don't mean dirty. No, I don't <laughs> you mean, mean dirty. Just been around for a long time. So we've been around for a while, and so I think we need to examine the past, present, and the future of the show, so you can understand, the listener, why it's time for us to change up the format and tweet. Sounds like a good thing to do on show. episode three hundred. So, Wacker, as of today, this episode right now, we've been podcast pond crafting for three hundred weeks straight. Think about that. More Never missed a week. No. We've never missed one week. Let's do, let's do a shot to that. Let me open up my beer here. So right. that's five and three-quarter years of pod crafting without even missing one week, a week. I, one week I did like a 10-minute solo show. <laughs> that was pretty close. Pretty amazing. I'll drink to that. <laughs> Cheers. I think uh, it's a remarkable achievement. It really is to go that long. It's a long time, and it's been a significant period in our lives. I mean, think about I it. I hope when, to put it on my headstone and or urn. Well, think about it. When you're older, you're going to look back on your early 30s and just fondly, probably, I'm sure fondly, maybe maybe bitterly, but reminisce about those podcrafting days. They were the crafting years of your life, Whacker. Think about it. I'm wiping my hard drive after the show, and then I'm going <laughs> to sign up for chemical shock treatment next weekend. Well, you remember the old, the first Sick and Wrong studio? It's a trip down memory lane here. Yeah, the cum stain on the carpet. Yeah, that was... That was uh, well, that was my office, actually. I'm sorry about that. But um, I saw I saw that girl at the bus stop the other day. Really? Who, who, is, who well, received the cum? Well, I guess she sort of redirected the cum onto the carpet. Yeah, so it was her fault. But that was a cool. Do you remember those old shows, though? I don't know if the sound quality was all that good, but we used to smoke. Like oh, I think we yes, smoked like chimneys throughout. Smoke. Yeah, like and it was in that one room. It's just full it was of, a very tiny room, like the size of a bathroom, and we'd just be in there smoking. And so it was just this gray, yeah, like smoke-filled room, and uh, yeah, it was actually it was, like, it was like a it was like a Native American sweat lodge, <laughs> except instead of like healthy or whatever, you know, medicinal, uh, you know, whatever, yeah, aroma, tobacco. Like it was like you know, sauna. shitty processed uh, camel lights and uh, drinking beers. And then I moved to the Tenderloin. So back yeah. to the Tenderloin, we had the Tenderloin Studio. Which I think you you always detested that place. I detested having to go over there after work and then not getting home till twelve thirty a.m. and then That's having to walk through the loin to the Bart station that late. Yeah, you always made that sound worse. It was actually worse on the Oakland side, where at least in the loin there are other people around. So if somebody started attacking you, you maybe could recruit somebody to come and help you beat the guy off. That didn't come out right. <laughs> <laughs> But when you get to the East what Bay the side, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> beating off a crackhead? Are you, would you get like side, like uh, just uh, sidetracked into the Castro or something? <laughs> I would sidearm the crackhead if that's what you're talking about. <laughs> but uh, 
when you get off on the e- when you got off public trans transit in the on the East Bay side, it's it's like a you know it's desolate. So if some predator wanted to fuck with me, I'd be on my own. I'd have well, to beat him off myself. I think what people don't realize is so we would usually craft a pod like we would record at like seven o'clock was the plan always on like a Wednesday night. So, so we wouldn't start till like about at nine. nine. And then it takes, I mean, it's a good couple hours at least. Oh, yeah. You know, once you get out, you got to do all the preliminaries and the post game wrap up. And so then when you're, when you're finally on your way home, it's like almost midnight. Last part's at midnight. So then when you get back to East Bay, it's like 1230, almost one o'clock in the morning. Almost one o'clock, yeah. Dark, cold. Yeah. And then, and then <sighs> after that, I moved to LA. And you, and you, uh, you at the time, you'd be in your, you'd be under your covers, eating a, a chickpea sandwich, <laughs> watching Sanford and Son while I'm doing all this, this trudging about. Dude, I would. Like, how be, did that happen? I would be. Why editing, didn't you come to the East Bay? I would be editing the podcast because you didn't make. Uh, you, you have a perfect sound studio <laughs> in your garage. You chose to I use it as a I garage. I don't do shit for the show. I just rode the bus. <laughs> I ride the bus for, for sick and wrong. So That's then, what I do. So then I'm a, a year ago, I moved to L.A., and I never would have predicted that we'd still be going after that, you know? But yet, oh, here Sky, we are. Sky, I love the Skype. Totally. I'm in, it's, it's, I'm in my I think chair. it's amazing. I'm in my, my little room here. People say the show sounds better than ever. I mean, we're still producing original funny content every single week, you know? I mean, it's the show's still going strong, and I think the reason we keep going I think it's because of the fans. It's interesting to me because you see a lot of these newer podcasts sending emails out to people saying, hey, you know, uh, give us a call. We need some stories. We need some emails. And, you know, in the beginning, it was like that. It kind of sucked because you'd never have any participation. But now it's like, you know, we get more calls than we can ever play here on the show. We don't even have enough time for it. And And then you get follow-up calls of people that are pissed off, like, you never play my calls. Well, I'm not going to play this one either. (laughs) Click. But yeah, but that's the thing that keeps me going is 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 you have fans that still listen to the show, you know, people that have listened from the beginning, and it you know it used to yeah. fill me with a sense of purpose and fulfillment when we'd receive all those emails from fans who say they just found out about the show and are listening to the entire back catalog. I know we'd rip on them and say like, "What the hell is wrong with you?" Because it's a lot of time to spend listening yeah, no, to it was, Sick and Wrong. It wasn't that they were listening to the whole back catalog, but they would do it in the course of like three days. You know, they would listen to like. Like two hundred hours of podcast. That's a hell of a drug. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, we still get a few of those emails every now and then. I mean, five years later, but it's definitely dwindled. And you know, I, I look at our ratings on iTunes, and after months of me bitching and whining like a Jewish American princess on her period, we still have even hit one thousand ratings. You notice that? I did notice that. Adam Carolla hit a thousand. Disappointing. Like before his second podcast. Well, he's the great Adam Carolla. He's got that soothing voice and all those funny observations. Exactly. And then, Plus, the, and he's a celebrity. Our web traffic has been relatively the same for the past year. It makes me wonder, are we still getting new fans? Has our show grown stale? Or even worse, have we plateaued? You know, we appeal to... Which is su- worse? Plateauing I mean, or growing stale? Both. They're not I, mutually exclusive. I guess, yeah, I guess they're both equally as awful. I mean, I, I, you wonder. It's, it's like, I wonder Inco- if we're... Uh, Incoincident. Well, I mean, you think about it, though. It's like, if we plateaued, we're probably just going to be keep going along, you know? Same route, same amount of fans. 
Never shows, well, never going to reach gonna that next start, level. They're going to start dropping off. I mean, if not purely just because of death. Exactly. One, once you plat, plateauing is death. Because if you just have a, if you just have like, okay, we just have this many listeners, and we're not going to get any new ones, those listeners start to either die, or they are put in prison, or they, you know, are in, uh, in a mental institution, or they become too poor to buy a new iPod player when there's breaks, and they have and no, now no you're way losing, to to the show. and you're, you're not getting any replacement listeners, and so sooner or later, you know, they'll die off. And the show yeah. will have no one to listen to. The be decline. Like, yeah, they'll be like, and, and you know, they're not passing it on to their children and their children's children. I think, you know what I think it is? Part of it is we appeal to such a niche market that it's hard to attract new listeners. I mean, all these new podcasts have famous people like Corolla or, you know, or Nerdist or, you know, Ricky Gervais. Uh, it's like, we don't have why, a famous... You know, we were having a nice discussion and you bring up the Nerdist. Well, I'm just saying, it's, there's mood. a famous comedian attached to a show or, or they have a huge advertising budget and they can let, you know, all these people find out about it. We don't, we don't have that. So that, well, and what's what's with the thing where they have these big podcasting networks? I don't really understand that. Like you know, yeah, like um, Kevin uh, Smith has like eighty three Smodcast. Kevin Smith has like eighty three podcasts. What what's the deal with that? And, and that's the thing. Like we're kind of we've always been a rogue podcast. We don't need that. You know, we've, we've well, we usually get rejected from their networks, but still, it's... I've always considered myself the Han Solo <laughs> podcasting. <laughs> but so, you know, th- this couple, you know, the, with the, you know, we're nearing episode three hundred. Just it got me a little depressed this past couple of weeks, and that's what led me to think about ending the show up until this morning when I had my epiphany. So let me, let me get to tell this me here. about the this, this epiphany. Okay. So this morning, I was uh, rudely awakened at eight a.m by my girlfriend because she was pissed off that uh, I guess I was kind of drunk last night and I knocked the last roll of toilet paper into the toilet so it was soaking wet and she had to get up for work this morning and was really pissed off that there was no toilet paper because girls need to use at least 10 like sheets of toilet paper to wash their pussies after they pee you ever know yeah but to give your girlfriend credit she didn't even ha- even have one square because you knocked the whole roll into the bowl. I did, and I think I urinated on it too. And I'm gonna have to go. Not on that a it was usable here. at that point. There's two, two things I have to say about this story. You're what are you? Thirty six, thirty seven. You're too old for. You're too old for a, to not have your toilet paper on the roll. Like if your toilet paper is just sitting on top of the tank or by the sink. That, that's that's fucking early 20s shit right there. Dude, that's a woman's job to do that, though. Really. <laughs> oh, my God. And then second of all, along the same lines, you're also too old to ever have one last roll of toilet paper in the house. When what? you get down to three, or maybe even, I, I do like six, then it's an emergency, then you go out and buy more. All right. You should how many, never how be many rolls toilet of paper. toilet paper do you have right now? I got about 22 or 23 in my life. You have 23 uh, rolls of toilet paper? Yeah, yeah. Just in case, like you're preparing I, yeah. for a zombie emergency or something. I just people <laughs> might want to come over and visit, socialize at my at my domicile, and, and for somebody to come over and say, "Oh, uh, I'm having a colorectal emergency," and you have to tell them that you don't have any toilet paper. That shit is whack. Do you have canned? If I might say so myself. Like in in the cupboards. Yes. This is, but this isn't a this isn't a doomsday scenario thing. This isn't a oh society's gonna break down and I need toilet paper thing. It's just a, you should never you should never be going on an emergency toilet paper run. That's what it is. Like what if you had diarrhea? 
You know, usually, well, the thing is with me, though, I, I'm versatile. I'd use a brown paper bag, like a Trader Joe's bag. It doesn't matter. I, I'd use a piece You're of carpet. You're like a homeless crackhead. I've <laughs> No, I've learned to adapt to my surroundings. That's what homeless crackheads do. <laughs> you think they want to be wiping their ass with a brown paper bag? No, they've adapted. That, that's you. No. But the fact of the matter is, actually, to be honest, we usually do buy like two you know, big things of toilet paper from Trader Joe's. So we usually have like around 20 rolls at least. And right. this time, like, I don't know, I, I still need to go shopping. I haven't had a chance to go shopping. And I was planning to go today and pick some up. But I fucking hate buying toilet paper. Let me remind the studio audience, or what I guess it's just the audience, that you work from home <laughs> and have a pretty flexible daytime <laughs> schedule, okay? I fucking hate I buying toilet paper. I don't want this to reflect badly on your girlfriend. You know, it, it might, this, this might be one of my Jewish neuroses, but I hate buying toilet paper. I fucking hate it. I hate going to the store just to buy toilet paper and standing in line feeling self-conscious because everybody's looking at me like they know that I'm about to shit like in the near future. They know that I need this to wipe my ass. Like if I was buying paper towel, they'd think, okay, yeah. well that guy's going to clean his kitchen. But instead right. they see me standing there with like an eight pack of toilet paper and they're like, you know, there's going to be shit coming out of his anus and his anus is going to be, need to be wiped clean with that bathroom tissue. However... If, according to my rule book, <laughs> you bought toilet paper, when you still had a plentiful supply at home, you could turn to that, that this theoretical co-shopper that's also in the store and say, obviously I don't have to shit right now, I'm just replenishing the stocks. I've said that before, but they don't believe you. <laughs> they don't <believe> <laughs> Do they like, ask, or you just you start yelling at them, you know I'm not going to shit right now, right? I can see it in their eyes. Just their accusatory stares, like the way they look at me, and I'm just like, you know what? Fuck you. I don't have to shit yeah. right now, okay? Maybe in a few hours, but not right now. And then I think sometimes people think that I'm the uptight one, but you, you have this weird anal retentive streak. I mean, literally, like the Freudian definition. Like, you don't like to buy toilet paper. I hate and it. You don't like to um, fart in front of girlfriends. Yeah, we've we've covered that before. We did, yeah, but you know. do like to shit in the you do like to shit in the work bathroom, so it's a mystery. We're not going to get to the bottom of it, so we should move on. Anyway, this is this is all beside the point. So this is all beside the point. So I went to Rite Aid this morning. She woke me up at like eight a.m. angrily. Is this where your epiphany occurred? Yes, at the Rite Aid. The Rite Aid. And eight a.m. I'm going to Rite Aid. I get the toilet paper, and I'm standing in line. And there's like a few people in front of me, and I'm holding the toilet paper, feeling self conscious, and I notice. You know, I notice there's an L.A. Times on the ground, and it says Colonel Gaddafi's dead. Muammar Gaddafi's shot and killed by rebel forces. And I was just like, holy shit, dude. When did they get Gaddafi? I didn't even know this happened. I was looking in the paper and I was you know, reading about it, how they found him. They drag him out of like a drain pipe. There, there's multiple stories out there, and I think some of them are questionable. But, but Did the, you see the video? Yeah, I saw the video where they're parading him. He's all bloody, and he's like, I guess oh, he's yeah. saying like something like, help me or don't shoot or something. <laughs> yeah, don't shoot. Don't shoot. That'll it's just happen. like, dude, you are fucked. I've ne I've never seen Libyans that excited, except for the last time Lionel Richie came to came and played a free concert, didn't he? And like triple E or something. <laughs> I forgot that he loved Lionel Richie. They love what's, Lionel what's Richie. What's up over with there. the Aloha snack bar? Where where's that? I don't know, but they keep yelling it like we're so happy we're gonna go to the Aloha snack bar. <laughs> Aloha snack bar! Aloha snack bar! <laughs> Do they have, like, the best hummus there, or what? They are excited about the Aloha snack bar. I have noticed that. But anyway, okay, getting get back to my epiphany. I'm sitting there, and I was like, holy shit. And I look around to see if anyone else has also noticed 
that Colonel, Colonel Gaddafi is dead, you know, that was killed. And the two like, women in front of me are sitting there reading a Star magazine about how Kim Kardashian's marriage was a huge mistake. The guy behind yeah. me, you know, is reading about the new Hugh Jackman workout in Men's Fitness magazine. Oh, God. And, and then, I just then, went to see his movie last night or two nights ago, by the way. Ugh, awful. Awful. It looks awful. And then there's a there's another woman that's reading about like Justin Bieber's Christmas album and, and I was thinking, no one Justin cares. Justin Bieber has a Christmas album? <laughs> yeah, well he's got one coming out. But, but no one seemed to notice that Gaddafi, you know, the world's most like fashionably fashion forward dictator, has, has just oh, been okay. shot and yeah, killed by completely. his people. But no one cared. And then it clicked, Wackily. It clicked. This is when the epiphany happened. No one the cares gun about in Gaddafi. Your mouth? No, no one cares about Gaddafi. They care about the Kardashians. I mean, think about it. Did Gaddafi's, does Gaddafi's death affect your life in any way at all? doesn't matter to you. Not really. I mean, I, I bet it affects his kids. Oh, right. We murdered his kids. <laughs> but could you imagine if Kim Kardashian was pulled from a drain pipe by bloodthirsty rebels, paraded through town, and then shot in the face? What would that mean for America? We'd be devastated. I'd care more about that because there's a, there'd be a potential for photographs where one of her tits is hanging out. Exactly. Not that I mean, we haven't seen I, it all already. But I think, you know, like what? They have like 10 TV shows. America would be, America would be in mourning for, for Kim Kardashian. But we couldn't really give a shit about Colonel Gaddafi. And well, you that, know what they said when Kim Kardashian married that guy who, no, who nobody really knows his name. It was like our, the big our looking royal, guy. It was like our royal wedding. Yeah, exactly. They, they say they're the closest to royalty. And Wackley right there. God help us. That is the problem with sick and wrong. We focus on the Gaddafis rather than the Kardashians. We need a better demo. No one, wa- no one wants to hear about horrific murders, brutal rapes, deplorable child abuse. They want to hear about Paris Hilton getting busted for driving with well, seven, eight balls of say- cocaine. When you say no, nobody, you mean not a significant number of people. Okay, I'm, I'm just saying to reach the next level of right. pun. We already cramping, got all those people. We already got all the people who have, like that stuff listening. To build a show with a larger audience, I think we need to change the subject matter of what we talk about. I mean, we, they want to hear about Paris Hilton getting busted with cocaine and then having to do two hours of community service. They want to hear about who Ashton like, Kutcher like is sticking his dick this. into. You know, I like we where sh- you're going with this. We should have been doing this from the beginning. I mean, you look at like uh, Perez Hilton or eonline.com or Us Weekly. Huge. Delisted. People love news about people whose lives are better than their own. I mean, Wackerly, you've been saying this for years. You, you love celebrity news. You've been, I mean, wh- when did you start following yeah. celebrity news? No, I, I, love it when, I love it when there's a, you know, you're out to d- eat with somebody and, and some girl starts talking about uh, the last big story I really liked. <laughs> Which I guess kind of dates my interest in it, but it was uh, uh, what's the big blonde chick with the big tits who died? I can't remember her name. Um, Anna Nicole. Smith. Anna Nicole Smith. Yeah, that's her name. Yeah, I remember being at dinner one time, and and somebody brought that up, some woman, and and uh, you know all these guys were like, I I don't know anything about that, and I was like, fuck yeah, <laughs> you're fucking that lawyer dude, Howard Stern, and I, and she took those pills, and then there's that video where she's high as fuck with her baby. So I love it. What, why do you think people love celebrity news? I like it because of uh, Shaden. How do you say this word? Schadenfreude. Schadenfreude or Sangfreude or however is it, you say is it. it. Is it because, though, I mean, do you have Schadenfreude because those people are so fortunate and so privileged, and when they fall, it's just it's gratifying to see them suffer? 
Yeah, it's that. <laughs> I think. But you know, I, so I, other other people like celebrity news though because they like like to see the babies and the fashions. Like I, I could give a fuck about that or who's dating who. I like to see who's dating who when their relationships crumble. That's fun. Well, that's the thing. It's like you know, someone like you that that obviously gets off on someone celebrity's misfortune. Someone who's you know train wrecks. A, a, yeah, Love a socialized it. misfortune, a train wreck. Whereas here we are in sick and wrong for the past five years doing stories about people whose lives. Or should never have even occurred. I mean, these people right, live yeah. like the, these the people we talk about. It's constant. It's constant train wreck, right? Like train wreck from day of birth. But it, yeah, they, I mean, they were destined to be train wrecks. It's like, and when they fall, it's just like, well, you had that coming. You know, it's like we we. It's not even Schadenfreude. We don't even like. We don't even get no. enjoy hearing about it. It's no, horrible. There's a different word for that. It's like ambulance chasing or, or, or rubbernecking or something. Or it's right? justified. Yeah, it's rubbernecking in, in a way. And, and so, and, you know, I was thinking about it. I live in Los Angeles now. I'm surrounded by celebrities. I mean, the other day, I was walking on the street, saw Dexter having lunch at the bar across the street. I said, hey, Dexter. Dexter. from Dexter's Laboratory? No, Dexter from, you know, show Dexter. I was like, hey, Dexter. Yeah, Dexter's up? Laboratory. Didi, get out of my laboratory. <laughs> The serial killer Dexter guy. And I, and I was like, oh, hey, Dexter, what's up? Right. And he looked at me with just this like, look of just hatred because he probably gets that all the time. Yeah, probably. And then he's like, bye, Dexter. You know, it's just kind of cool. You, you see him. And I was thinking, I'm like, we have celebrities everywhere. Why not talk about it? So there you go, people. That's it's the America's change. America's greatest natural resource. Exactly. That's the change. We're going to keep doing sick and wrong. But from now on, we're going to discuss celebrity news. We're going to be the world source... For celebutainment. I don't know. Celebutology. So, yeah, exactly. And so the new... So here's the new sick and wrong. The, the new improved. The new and improved sick and wrong 2.0. The way it works, people keep sending us current stories, but they have to be about celebrities. And we'll discuss them here on the show. They have to be current, though, within like what? A week? Five days? Yeah, why change that rule? Okay, so I current... I mean, su- pseudo-celebrity. It can be about... Um... Who's the woman who murdered her kid in the pool and then got off? What's her, what's Casey called? Anthony? Yeah, it could be a... She's a pseudo-celebrity, right? I mean, it's kind of sick and wrong, so we'll just do stuff like that. Yeah, but there's no... But like, I don't want to hear... I don't want to hear a story about some nobody murdering their kid. Yeah, like, I want Gwen Stefani in it, or the guy from Bush, or someone... You know, like, uh, there's got to be, like, maybe Carrot Top. If Carrot Top's in the story, then definitely send it in. Yeah. What, C-lists? I don't give a fuck. Yeah, and, like... That's even better. Especially we'll, if they used to be A-list and now they're like E or F-list. So send them to sickerrongpodcast.com. Submit them via Facebook, Twitter. We uh, also have a Sick and Wrong forum. And we'll discuss your articles here on the show. And then the audience can vote and decide which story has the biggest C factor. Celebutainment factor. That's all it's about. Mm. C factor. Fuck the brown we star might, we scale. We might need to work. I like, I like celebutainment. Entertainment quotient. We'll, we'll work on that. Okay, C quotient, whatever. <laughs> and, I, just, and I think it's semantics it points. Here. It should be a scale from zero to one. It's all all fractions. <laughs> so it's just fractions from zero to one. You can I don't go, know. Out, I, you I can go out to, to like five. seven decimal points. I, I guess. I mean, I, I was thinking one to five, but you know, we'll 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 go with that. I mean, this is all new to us. You know, we're we're yes. reaching new people. We're, we're expanding we're our horizons. So let's let's get the show rolling, Wagger. All right, Rat Whacker, let's get this show going here. Um, I'll kick off episode 300 with my first celebrity story. 
I feel like we should dress better now. Like if you watch E or or TMZ or you know a current affair, <laughs> is that show even still on? Who knows? They you know they're always standing there in like a very nice shiny suit. Yeah, I guess good I, shoes. I, I could wear a monkey suit. I don't know. I only have one. I'm in sweatpants right now with like a big hole near my crotch. I don't even have to pull them down to pee. I just stick my penis out the hole. <laughs> You know what I don't understand about sweatpants, not to go off on a tangent here, but how come women don't find sweatpants on men as attractive as we do yoga pants on women? Um, well, did I mention the hole? <laughs> <laughs> My droopy balls hanging out? That probably has something to do with it. Probably. I mean, um, there's a skid mark in the back of mine, too, but they're dark, so you can't really see it. But you can smell it if you get right up close. Well, speaking of skid marks... Um, Judge makes Lindsay Lohan wash morgue slabs for her community service. Uh. <laughs> Apparently, uh, Lindsay Lohan violated probation uh, just recently. She she had been working at a was it a, a a shelter for battered women, battered, battered housewives. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, should we go back? To, she she got sentenced because she got she got multiple car wrecks, and then she blamed the paparazzi. And then the final car wreck, they found cocaine in her car. And then there's a necklace theft. Was, oh yeah, the yeah, necklace the, theft. She I stole something. That. So I mean, she had like a string of uh, recent convictions. That if she was a normal person, a commoner, she probably would have been a in pole. jail after repeat offenses like this. Probably like five years. Yeah, you know, at, at least, least probably three to five. But she's not a commoner. She's she royalty. went to jail for a couple of days and then they let her out because they said you know the jail's overcrowded, and we're gonna put uh, you know hard, you know real criminals, meaning people who aren't famous, uh, in there in your spot. And so yeah, and then she got she was sent to do community service, quote unquote, for this uh, um, battered women's shelter. And then she what did she did she like not show up? Um, did she... I think she went to. I think she went to Europe. What's that <laughs> film festival in the Riviera or whatever? You know, I think she went to, to Cannes. Yeah, yeah. If you're on probation, you're not even supposed to leave the state. Like she went to Italy. So she France violated her probation flagrantly, and then uh, when she came back, um, the judge, I think, was understandably rather upset. Um, sentenced yeah. her to 16 hours of community service at the Los Angeles County Coroner. That and you can't to... even you can't you can't even lie about no I wasn't I didn't leave town like bitch I have the People magazine right here. <laughs> and she, she has seven to, pictures of you. She has to fulfill the sixteen hours before November second. So she's doing that right now. Could you imagine you the say, number? Did you say sixteen hours one six? Yeah, one six. Two work days. Basically, but that's a lot for a celebrity, dude. Celebrities are not used to working like that. Our justice in the United States, if you're a celebrity, is like what you get if you're a normal person in the United Kingdom. Yeah, basically the same. I, if you kill somebody I, I in the UK, if you kill somebody in the UK, you'll get the same amount of punishment that Lindsay Lohan gets here. Or, I mean, I would, I would, maybe the evidence even shows less. Like OJ killed somebody and he got zero, although he's in jail now for something else. It all depends on how much you're worth. Which yeah, I even it's, a know. Sliding, it's a sliding scale. I didn't even know Lindsay Lohan was worth that much. But anyway, um, the uh, judge here, Stephanie Saunders, told The Star, and I love how they always editorialize in all these articles, but they say, The Star, Lindsay Lohan, looked ghoulish with dark eyes in court. There's nothing better than to be described as looking ghoulish. Did you see a well, picture it's, of her? It's around, yeah, it's around Halloween. <laughs> she <laughs> does she, look ghoulish. She, no, she looks like a crackhead. Like, she looks like this weird meth 
crackhead, like sunken black eyes. It's like it's one of those, you know, uh, before and after pictures with drug abuse. She has very scary, crazy lady rouge. Is that what goes on your cheeks? Like, like she almost just used ketchup packets from McDonald's and just smeared them all over her cheeks. Yeah, but if you were at the bar and she was like, I'll give you a blowjob in my Pinto that's parked outside, you wouldn't? Yeah, yeah I would. <laughs> It'd be dark out there. So uh, the, the judge told her, you know, it's an eight-hour shift. You show up and you do what they tell you to do. She's got to fulfill the 16 hours in the next two weeks to have a chance of avoiding up to 18 months jail for repeatedly breaking probation terms. Can you imagine being the morgue? I mean, that's a doctor, right? You have to be a doctor to be like the head of the morgue. Do you mean the yeah the mortician? I don't know if it's if you actually. Oh, get mortician! It. I guess I'm thinking of the coroner's office. Morgue is just where dead people go. They're no, but she's exactly going to LA County Coroner, so I guess uh, yeah, there probably are doctors there. So you got to have like a higher degree to be a coroner, and then now I got to babysit Lindsay Lohan. Like I got crimes to solve. You cunt. Yeah, but like, you know, I can't. I was thinking. I like, don't know where you. I don't know where you lost your BlackBerry. It's probably in that fucking bedpan over there. I was. I was thinking that. If, I mean, if morgue. I worked there, I would be like, yeah, you know, go pick up that. Uh, 400 pound fat lady you know uh cadaver and bring her over here like i'd be making her do just horrible you know horrible things but i would try and get her on one of those little in one of those drawers the slab thing that rolls in and then just shut the door i would just maybe be pressing I'd, maybe down I'd get in there with her for and roll around a little bit but then i would leave her in there i would do the whole trick of like you know uh i'm gonna have you clean the skin between the thighs like bend in deep just kind of bend over right there and see go see that little mark right there you got to clean that off and then just pound on his stomach so a fart came out i would do something like that i would i would definitely do some pranks but apparently she's not even going to handle the dead bodies at the morgue Uh, her tasks include cleaning body parts and fluids off of the autopsy tables which i guess is kind of nasty um Uh she'll also clean up toilets and rubbish but she will not handle the bodies themselves rubbish is this a is this an article written in the uk um i don't know where i got this from i got this from the, the daily mail here Okay. So anyway, I mean, it's pretty cush, dude. 16 hours, that's it. Just two eight-hour days. Two eight-hour shifts at, at, the, at the corner. I mean, If you're it, a drug addict, though, that's going to seem like an eternity. And if you're a celebrity drug addict, it's going to seem like five eternities. Well, I don't know if you saw any pictures, but she showed up for work today 40 minutes late. In her, she just pulled in in her Porsche Panamera 40 minutes yeah. late. And uh, they just turned her away. They told her to go. She claims that uh, her spokesperson said a combination of not knowing the entrance and confusion caused by the waiting media caused her to be late. Then she tweeted later that, I'm sorry for the confusion that I may have caused. It won't happen again. Now I know where to go. You, know, you, you actually think celebrities tweet? <laughs> exactly. Her handler. Her, yeah, no, her, her, her press agent or public relations agent wrote that shit i blame a comment because you know how you can tell because it's not full of like misspelled short words and you know like well she did say i'm sorry for the confusion that i may have caused instead of may have have caused caused. so she might have tweeted that one well that's that just speaks to the relative level of intelligence of pr people (laughs) (laughs) but they say a combination of not knowing the entrance and confusion i think this is a combination of cocaine ecstasy and clonopin which I think she's probably on all the time. Don't you think she's oh, type of, she's probably that, on, that's the other thing that, that's the other thing about those pictures of her in court. She she has the drug crazy look. And the she drug, just looks like a drug addict. Well, she has the it's the it's the combination. It's not just the I'm high look and it's not just the I'm hung over from drugs look. It's the combo. It's the like 
I've been doing drugs a long time and my brain is all fucked up and I'm on drugs right now. And I'm going to be do more drugs later to make myself feel better when I feel so shitty from all these drugs I've been doing. But it, but she also has that if I have to, I'll give you a blowjob for $15 kind of look. You know, like, oh, yeah, I will definitely. do it for $15 if I have to. I, I really have millions of dollars in the bank, but I lost my ATM card because I'm so high. <laughs> so I will I will suck your dick, even though you're a crackhead I just met behind the dumpster. So if they you give s- me another head of crack. They say Lohan uh, might also face an equally undesirable task next to cleaning the bodies is bathroom duty. I guess uh, most of the people that come here to perform community service are generally engaged in custodial or janitorial duties. Uh, they do some other tasks such as laundry, but mainly it's emptying trash cans, mopping floors, cleaning bathrooms, restocking bathrooms, basic custodial stuff. And, and what uh, happens when she just does the shittiest job ever? I mean, does the does the coroner or the manager smack her with like have a the ability hand? No, or have the ability to go back to the judge and say, "Yeah, she came here. She like didn't fucking do jack shit because she's never had a real job in her life. She we told her to scrub down the toilets, and she you know did a very not, not even a half ass job, like an eighth ass job. I'd say you send her to the slammer. I, I would. I think they. I mean, I think there are worse jobs that they could do. Although this one. I mean, the morgue is definitely up there in terms of uh, severity, I guess. It's got to be worse than working at the I, Red I Cross. Think... <laughs> oh, I would hate the Red Cross. Where live people that are all fucked up is worse than dead people. Yeah, perhaps. Yeah. So Lohan will get to wear her own clothes, not even a uniform. She'll get to work with a small group <laughs> under custodial supervisor. That's a group that's going to have some stories for the rest of their lives. So wackily, you know, I, I would probably just be like, you know what? Sign all this shit. I want like fifty autographs, and I'm gonna go to eBay and sell them, bitch. And then I, I'll say you did a good job. I would be like, here's fifteen dollars. Can I get a blowjob? <laughs> <laughs> so on the C factor, what what do you think the C the celebutainment factor is of this story? The CBT quotient. The CBT quotient. <laughs> I am gonna get. I like the Lindsay Lohan stories because she's got the slow burn down. Like she's been melting down slowly for months, years, probably years, probably five years. Right? I'm predicting suicide with her in the next three years. Suicide or OD? OD or either sort of one. Unknown. Suicide or OD? I'm actually predicting something more interesting. I think she's you just think gonna murder? have a. Com- no, I think she's gonna have a complete psychotic break, where they find her like in the middle of sunset. Like remember what happened to Martin? Martin Lawrence, as <laughs> you, you, you don't know the lingo. Wait, he's not that. What, what did he do? He they just found him one day, like ranting and raving, and like and walking like in the middle of La Cienega Boulevard, like in the ninety degree like noonday sun. And everyone I think probably just gonna, thought he was a black guy, and no one noticed. <laughs> he's just <laughs> that happens all the time across the street. <laughs> yeah, I think they're gonna find her like uh, in on Beverly Hills in the middle of the road, and then people are gonna say, "Lindsay, what's going on?" She's gonna like. Just stare at them and not be able to even like process the words that are coming in, and they're going to put her, have not ever go to rehab, but after going to put her in like an actual nut hatch, like maybe for the rest of her life. Yeah, I can actually see a casualty of Hollywood. So I guess so. You know, with that, I think I'm going to rate the C factor high. If we're doing one to five right now, I'm going to give this a four. All right, if you're doing one to five, I'll stay on that scale. Although I'm going to try and bend it to my will in later shows. Uh, I'm going to. I'm giving it four. 4.75. I think she's almost at the at the end. And if she actually has the psychotic break, that's got to be the 5. Do you think do you think it's going to happen in the next couple of years? Year. All right, Within I will bet year. you I will bet you a 40 of Mickey's 
we're, we're betting a 40 of Mickey's on the fate of Lindsay Lohan. But I will bet you a 40 of Mickey's that she suicides within two years. I'll take that bet. And if she dies earlier from that's not a suicide, then I then I win, right? Well you oh, get nuthouse. If you if she nuthouses it, if she's you know, institutionalized, then you get the forty. Well what if she's institutionalized, then she hangs herself with her bed sheet? Then it's a draw. Then it's a draw. Okay, I'll take that bet. That's the other good thing about doing this new celebrity format, is we can actually follow the people into the future. Like when we do a show about Cletus <laughs> who like ran over his girlfriend's baby's head with his fucking you know 1982 ford taurus we'd never know what ends up happening to him right he probably gets killed in prison or whatever but we never have any way of following on exactly like we, we, so we really would have no idea well what do you have here for the second story for episode 300 What was Shia LaBeouf's name in um, that that newest, most horrible Indiana Jones movie? It was like Ace or something, some shit like that, right? He was like a greaser. I thought it was asshole shitbag diarrhea face. I, I, I don't know if that was just what I called him. My, my story's about Shia. You know what I've noticed? Shia LaBeouf. Jews hate Shia with a passion, especially I, Jewish men like of your age. I hate Or probably Shia. any age. Is, is he Why Jewish is that? or is he an Arab? <laughs> No, he's totally Jewish. I, I was wondering if he was Arab or if he was Jewish, and I was thinking a no, lot of he, Jews he, probably hate him because he might be Arab. No, he's Jewish, and I, he's one of those kids who grew up um, like to like a wealthy Jewish Hollywood producer parents. So he just, you know, they just said like, so they told some director like, cast my kid in your movie, like we want him to have an acting career, and the guy was like, all right, he's reasonably cute. I just, I hate looking at him. I hate when he opens his, his mouth. Face? I, I don't know if it's if it's that, if it's the fact that he got to bang Megan Fox and I'm burning with envy even right now. I want to go punch the wall. But I don't even I don't know what it what it is really with it with him. But before you start this story, I just don't know how many people know this, but if you search Shia LaBeouf on <clears throat> Urban Dictionary, it's actually a sex move. So Shia, Shia LaBeouf, to do the Shia LaBeouf is when a man defecates into a woman's mouth and then stirs it around with his erect penis. So if, if you're using that in a sentence, you'd be like, dude, this chick I was with last night was a total freak. She let me give her a Shia LaBeouf. So while you're telling the story, think about that, stirring a mouthful of feces. I give that sex move <laughs> an 8 out of 10. <laughs> Only for one reason, because it's a little implausible. Well, I don't Not know because, how you would do it. Yeah, how? because have you ever tried to pee with a boner? Like, you can't get it to point down. So how are you going to get your erection to point down? I think if down you're doing a one-arm her... push-up over her, like face, and then the right arm just stirring. So she's laying on the bed. On her back. Know, it's hard to do a push-up on the bed because of the springiness. Maybe floor, she's on the ground. Floor. Remember the guy who kept trying... I mean, as long as we're on episode 300, we can do a little bit of reminiscing, right? Remember the guy who kept sending in sex moves that just... Sort of oh God, I forgot it. about that guy. That, that made no sense. Like the one where he stuck his head in their grandmother's his grandmother's asshole. Yeah, it would always be humiliating to him and not the girl. Would always be the problem. He didn't Which understand. Probably, yeah. It probably says a lot about him psychologically, right? Like he'd be like, <laughs> "It's like when the girl shits in your mouth, and then she stirs it around with her with her foot, and then she like kicks you in the side of the groin." 
God, I can't, I can't remember that guy's name, but it was like he was saying. I don't care about his name. You ever like funny? Did you say there was like a sex move that he came up with where you're fucking a chick from behind and you look into her pussy after you blew your load and then she farts the cum back in your face? (laughs) He always ended up with cum on his face or his testicles stepped on or having to fuck the chick's grandma or the dad, like stomping a mud hole. (laughs) And it went on for four or five weeks. He kept trying and trying and trying. I wonder if he was trolling us. I didn't really know what trolling was back then because that was like the first six months. Yeah, I'm not even sure. Anyway, I, we, we digress here. What 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 happened to uh, Shia LaBeouf? Other than he got Shia LaBeoufed. That's the story. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not the story. I do find it funny that all Jewish men hate him so much. I I, I, I hate, hate, I hate him moderately, I just not that, that much. Guy. He was pretty good in Transformers, I would say. Yeah, well, I think he just. He's one of those guys, he seems like young, right? He seems like 18, but I guess he's maybe 21, 22, something like that. All these yeah, he's seem, early 20s. They seem alternately old and young. Like, like Lindsay Lohan, she looks like she's like a 38-year-old sort of like truck stop whore, but she's really 25. Yeah, but she's on like cocaine addict years, you know? It's like dog years, you know, seven years or human year. Cocaine is like five years or human year. Shia, Shia likes to booze it up, which is background to the story. Which every red-blooded American male likes to booze it up, especially right after your 21st that. birthday, right? For like two or three years, you're just a booze hound. Well, that's what we do. I, I don't think just for two to three years, but... <laughs> it's been... It's going on 15 In, in your case, yeah. What, 25? Yeah. I was drinking prior to 21 also, so... Uh, he was in a bar in Canada, uh, and he uh, was enjoying a night out at the city's Cinema Public House is the name of this bar, and he clashed with another patron. Apparently, he was hammered. This is according to eyewitnesses, sort of just drunkenly swaying about, as you do. And he was just bumping into people, and one guy, you know, he bumped into him, and he said, hey, man, watch out. Not overly aggressive, right? Wait, he, okay, so LaBeouf bumped into some other guy. And then well, told hammered. that guy to watch he, you out? Know, he's, he's weaving. No, the dude told him to watch out. Oh, okay. Like, don't the dude bump was like, into hey, me, buddy, man. take You're, it easy. Yeah. Hey, buddy, take it easy. You're kind of hammered. Um, and Shia, you know, he's he's kind of an asshole. Well, okay, wait. <laughs> answer me this, Wackerly. Was the other guy a Decepticon? <laughs> well, how would you know? Well, I'm maybe just saying. Was... Maybe transforms into a car and then into a robot from his human form. Ever think about that? Oh, okay, so he was a human then. It wasn't like that's a big kind robot. of the plot. Well, that's kind of the plot of Battlestar Galactica, the new series. Oh, is the okay. robots look just they, like they, us? Okay, they look like humans. So you never know. Yeah. I mean, he could have been. You never ever know. A Decepticon. He could have been. Uh, well, Shia, instead of just saying, "Oh, sorry, man, I'm hammered," you know how it goes. He said, "Oh yeah, or what? What are you going to do about it?" <laughs> Which is this is another difference between celebrities and us normals. Um, unless I'm one of those dudes who's like 300 pounds, uh, you know, six foot 10, I don't react to bumping into some drunk guy that he tells me to watch out by like giving him a bunch or of what? shit. Right. Well, and this, and shy is, he's, he's got to weigh like 115. By yeah. But he it. probably has some like 350 pound black, like ninja guy. That's like protecting him. That's the thing though. He doesn't, he didn't have a bodyguard. <laughs> no, the dude proceeded. To say, well, this is, you know, if you're going to start shit with me, he starts yelling at him. The the bouncer of the bar says, hey, you two, take it outside. I don't care if you're Shia LaBeouf or fucking Lindsay Lohan or Ronald Reagan or what the fuck. 
I don't. I don't think the body. <laughs> Why would Ronald Reagan like be that? at a bar in Canada? He's totally <laughs> dead. He just doesn't care who it is. That's the point. <laughs> he sent them both outside, and the the other patron proceeded to just beat the living fuck out of him. And I guess there's even a video. <laughs> was the other patron? What's, okay, what's the surname of the guy that beat the living shit out of Labouf? Please say oh, it's Berkovitz. They... <laughs> Please say it's Berkovitz. Have... Why would it be Berkovitz? Because I'd be like the blood of Abraham. Just beat the shit out of uh, LaBeouf. It would have been a victory for me and my people, but I don't know. What's his right, last he's name? A Jew, he's a Jew, too. You keep confusing this. Yeah, whatever. I think he's... it's the Shia. Okay, I Is guess. it Shia or Shia? I don't know. But there's apparently video of this other dude just beating the shit out of Shia while he's on the ground. Oh, my God. <laughs> this then... is like, I gotta watch. Dude, this is almost like porn to me. Would it be gay if I jacked off to that? No, see, you're turning to the dark side, or which is now the light side, the celebrity gossip side. You've always, you've always shit on me, D, about this proclivity of mine to be interested in celebrity stories, and now you're seeing that it can be entertaining. Well, I'm telling you, prior to the epiphany I had today, I did feel that way. I was, you know, it's just a very negative, you know, right, dark right. Person but the, never... even the epiphany is is you like seeing, you know, your little Jew claw seeing like an opportunity for, for profit. Like I don't, I still don't feel like you've come over to actually enjoying the the content. No, I, I mean I do enjoy the celebrity, you know, the celebrity gossip and discussing the celebrity mishaps. And, you know, and I don't know if I enjoy it, enjoy it on the same Schadenfreude level that you do. I don't know yeah. if I, my personal satisfaction, you know, feeling um, feeling a fulfillment is at the same level as you do. But I do, <laughs> I do enjoy discussing this, especially when the- it involves someone I absolutely loathe getting his ass beat. D, I don't have a lot of my life. <laughs> I don't have a lot of ups, mostly downs. <laughs> Why could these yeah. vicarious existence? This is interesting. Um, Tell me more. <laughs> uh, so yeah, this guy's beating the crap out of this dude on the ground, and Shia is is so drunk that that other people. So after he's just sort of laying there, people start to come up to him and try and like pull, pull him up off the ground. I don't know if because they think he's famous or just as one would do for like a normal nice person. Well, I don't and, understand. And he thought he thought they were tr- he, they were trying to attack him, so he's trying to like, oh fuck you, what get off of me? And he's trying to like punch them, and like then he tries to get back into the bar, which is never a good idea after you've been tossed. It would have been great if he was so drunk, like so inebriated that he starts screaming like Optimus Prime, come help me, Optimus, come save Prime. me, Bumblebee. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, God, I would have loved that. I would have, you know, if I had been there, I probably would have, like, snuck in at least one kick. Oh, yeah. At, at least. You wear those boots, too. So yeah, totally. I was just like, ah, right in the side. That'd be nice. And then what if Optimus Prime at that moment did come out from around the alley? Well, I'd be corner, fucked, man, obviously, fuck. he's huge. He's a truck yeah. guy. He's a big truck. A big fucking truck. <laughs> Unlike the internet is not a big truck. <laughs> so what happened? He's lying on the ground trying to fight off people that are trying to help him. Yeah, they they finally did pull him up. He tried to get back in the bar, and the bouncer was like, "You you ain't coming back in here." And uh, he said something about pulling a knife. What are you gonna do if I pull a knife on you or pull a knife on the guy? They never really determined if he actually had a knife. I think this. What I like about this celebutainment story is that I think Shia, much like William Shatner, is one of those people, probably especially when he gets drunk who confuses his his roles with himself. Like, I think maybe he thinks he is badass 
young Transformers dude, like friends, a friend of the Autobots or badass young son of Indiana Jones. Is like, he a method no. actor? No, I don't think it's method acting. <laughs> I don't think, think this is method acting. I mean, William Shatner, especially in his sort of middle age life crisis years, would would continuously confuse himself with Captain Kirk. And uh, yeah, th- no, yeah, I think he, he still does, doesn't he? Still, like sometimes yeah. refer to himself as Captain Kirk in the third person. I, I think he's got a little bit of wisdom now that he's uh, as old as he is. Also a Jew, by the way. William yeah, Shatner. no, Shatner is. Yeah. Um, Jews like him though. No, I've always been a huge fan of Shatner. Him, Winkler, Nimoy. Yeah, I mean it's a and uh, Mel Brooks. You know, no, we we have certain (laughs) Jews that we love, but Shia LaBeouf is not one of them. He's on the off list. He he's definitely Uh, on the persona. Yeah, I I just think he's. I think he's confused. It's not even clear that he's taken. I mean, most famous people sort of take karate. You know, personal karate training. I don't think he's done that. He's just a little guy. With like a shitty teenager mustache and beard, and he's out in bars trying to mix it up. I, I don't. I don't think he th- knows what I, he's getting himself into. Yeah, I don't think he has the brawn to back it up, and then yeah. I think that's the problem. So what ended up happening? I mean, he didn't pull the knife on the guy. Did he get arrested? No, there's no arrests. <laughs> that's the story. There's that's, no that's big it. ending. And how rather no, I, I do have one thing to say. This did happen in Canada, and. Uh, you know, they're, they're, uh, United States is north of the border, neighbor. Like, the Mexicans do the jobs we're not willing to do, like picking fruit and stuff like that. And the Canadians beat up the celebrities we're not willing to beat up. <laughs> <laughs> and I thank them for that. Yeah, I thank them for that, too, actually. I really do appreciate it. You know, one thing, one thing I got to say about there. this in closing here about this guy, the dude that, that beat Shia LaBeouf up is going to have a story for the rest of his life. Uh-huh. Every time he sees an, another installment in the Transformers franchise, he's going to be like, I beat the shit out of that guy. <laughs> God, I would love to say I'm jealous of that. He'll probably that- keep going to the Transformers movies. Just He'll be like the last guy. Like, I want to see Transformers 8. <laughs> so <laughs> Just to tell me. people he beat, the, beat yeah. the shit out of Shia LaBeouf. Take his kids. I, I kicked the crap out of that guy, by the way. For that, for that reason, the C factor, just because for me, the wish fulfillment is so high. I'm going to give this a five. The C Remember factor Jer- in this story is five. <laughs> Didn't Jerry Seinfeld go somewhere in Canada and they fucked with him pretty hard? I don't know. Was that somewhere you, in Europe? Why would you beat up Seinfeld? No, just- you know what? That was uh, that was Iceland. Sorry, <laughs> they also harass some people. We want need to be harassed. <laughs> I give this one a three point seven five because I think we have a lot more worse things to see from Shy. Although he's, you know, Shy is going to take. He's one of these celebrities who's going to take the pussy way out, like. This isn't even to me like a real alcohol problem yet. Like I got too drunk and did some stupid shit and ended up getting my ass kicked. Yeah, but wait like five years. No, but what I'm this is what I'm saying. He's gonna go into rehab like after one more sort of minor thing like this happens, and I'll be like, I I just was drinking too much and I was out of control. And then all yeah. of a sudden, he's gonna be America's sweetheart again. Exactly. I'll be America's sweetheart, <laughs> totally sober, and it'll just be boring. So I'm only giving it a three point seven five, and I think the arc of Shia is probably never gonna go higher than maybe like a four point one. No, oh, possibly. I mean, we'll see. Well, people, we ask you to decide which story had the bigger C factor, celebutainment the quotient. factor, the CT, the CBT quotient of those stories. You can decide. Go vote. Work this out. Sick and wrong podcast. Dot com. Well, people, we got a few phone calls. Sick wrong hotline. The uh, I don't know if we should change the name to like the celeb line. Maybe 
I wish we could change that. We might need to fight, figure out a different sort of, I don't know, connotation of the sick and wrong thing. Like, uh, I don't know. We'll have to think about that too. We can't change the name of the show. What are you talking about? Can't change. You know what I'm saying? We'll we'll figure out some other way that implies something different. Okay. All right. I I guess I could, I could maybe go with that. I mean, I did have an, I did have an epiphany today. Anyway, people, you can call the Sick and Wrong hotline, 206-666-3846. You can also email us at sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. We do have a few phone calls. Before we get to that, here's another word from our sponsor, adamandeve.com. It's butt plug month on adamandeve.com. Show that you still care by bringing something new into the bedroom. And by something new, I mean a butt plug. Because if you order right now and use coupon code DIDDLE, you get 50% off your first item, a gift so sensual I can't even tell you about it on this podcast that talks about murder and bukkake, and on top of all of that, free shipping. Support Sick and Wrong by supporting our sponsor, adamandeve.com, and making a purchase with coupon code DIDDLE, that's D-I-D-D-L-E. Wacker, we got a few phone calls here at the Sick and Wrong hotline. Um, let's uh, get to call number one, actually, is a caller we haven't heard from in a long time, but it's very fitting that he calls in at this milestone episode of Sick and Wrong. Sick and Wrong! It's Trucker Paul. Happy 300 episodes. I had no fucking idea that you guys would ever make it this far with the lack of talent. (laughs) You did it. Guess that doesn't say much for me. I'm still listening. Uh, I just had another kid, so now i got to be out here all the time driving. Every time um, he calls, he had another boy. kid. We named him after me. So. How many kids does he have? Like 18. Because <laughs> every <laughs> time he calls in, he's like, just had a kid. The other thing that's interesting that he still listens, he, did he stop drinking and he still listens? Come on. Yeah, no, I think he stopped drinking and stopped doing every drug. You can, you can kind of hear in his voice that he's lost weight. He's not... He's not fat anymore. He, he, yeah, he sounds like Drew Carey now. Like yeah. Drew Carey on Price is Right, lost a lot of weight. And he There's just like sounds room in healthier. his neck for his voice to come through now. But I mean, he's not like, you know, coughing up gnarly mucus. He's not, you know, wheezing with every yeah. every vowel. He actually he sounds he sounds good. He sounds he's good. I, I think it's good. I think it's good. He's turning his life around cuz he's he's got another kid. Right. Number number seventeen. The, yeah, here. the other the other kids are like, "What? You didn't want to turn your eyes around for us? <laughs> Fuck you, Dad." <laughs> well, this new one's better. I guess he's a true mini trucker ball. But uh, I'm pretty close to you guys. I'm in Eugene, Oregon. I should come down there, and I don't know. We could go out, have a few beers. Go, oh, I guess he's drinking. Gay brother. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Adios! Lick my ball! He still can say, he still can say that line pretty well. Yeah. Um, Eugene's where all the freaks live. You yeah, it's that, funny. Right? Wasn't he living in, like, the Midwest, like, Wisconsin or something? Indiana? Yeah, I think he lived in Wisconsin. And then I wonder why he moved to Eugene. Because he's a freak. I would rather live in Eugene, though, than... Uh, Me too. Than, than Wisconsin. Although, <clears throat> I heard that um, Eugene has that Oregon State Fair that's supposed to be pretty insane. I also hear that Eugene has a ton of strip clubs. Yeah, Portland actually has one of the most uh, most strip clubs per capita of any city in the U.S. I think that Eugene might have even more. It's just not included because it's a small, it's one of those like third tier cities as far as size. You know, it's probably like under 200,000 or something. 
Yeah. And I think Eugene maybe even has more. I'm sure Trucker Paul probably already is well aware of this fact, but you can drink in fully nude strip clubs in Oregon. Yes. It's pretty amazing. Oh, I'm sure I'm sure Trucker Paul knows about the strip clubs. That's how he has a kid every three months instead of every nine months. <laughs> like you can't do that with one woman. You gotta have multiple. You know, it's funny that he says um, that he would like to come down to San Francisco. I would love if, if I ever got to have a beer with Trucker Paul. I'd be honored. I think out of all the sick and wrong fans I'd love to meet, that's got to be up there at the top. But um, I would, you know, I would, how funny... I would be, I'd be worried that I would bore him, you know? <laughs> he, he would be telling all these funny stories, and I'd be like, uh, yeah, yeah, it's funny. Never I, I don't have anything to talk about. <laughs> <laughs> but what, how funny would that be if you, me, and Trucker Paul roll into the edge my brother's bar in the Castro. It'd be pretty funny. It's almost like the butt of like the the, the beginning of a joke. Yeah, two podcasters and a trucker roll into a leather bar. A Jew, a trucker, and a nerd <laughs> roll into a bear bar in the Castro of San Francisco. You know, on a on a side note, um, I just got I, I I got some funny information about my brother's bar, and I know he'd kill me for talking about it, but I find it really funny, so I'm going to share it with you. Right. Uh, I don't even think I told you this. So my girlfriend was talking to her best friend, and her best friend's husband is a contractor. And so the Edge recently has been completely remodeled, my brother's bar. I haven't even seen it since it's been renovated, but it's a totally different bar now. It's a yuppie bar, kind of. You heard about this? A yuppie gay bar. Well, it's a yuppie gay bar, but they like built a new trough. It's like a really fancy trough. <laughs> It's like they took <laughs> down... Not, yuppie bars don't have troughs. Well, they took down... like They used to have this uh, barrier in the back, so it was really dark, and there were like, gross chains on the wall. You never really knew the what, was, spot. what was going on back there. That's removed, so it's really open. They redid the hardwood floors. It's like... I mean, it's a fancy bar, and it's like the Do one... they that allowed no... people to just be naked in there? Not anymore. It's, uh. it's kind of yuppie. So a lot of the older clientele... My brother told me a lot of the older clientele kind of doesn't come back there anymore. They refuse to. Can Jeff? Can Jeff still wear his leather vest with no shirt on underneath? Oh yeah, no, that's permitted. That's fine. But I mean, there's no more like <laughs> right. complete naked weird freaks. There's no you know sodomy, unwelcome sodomy going on in the back. It's actually kind of yeah. yuppie. It's fancy. And like, I mean, my brother's making three times as much money as he used to. Oh, he must be happy. Anyway, the contractor is that's married to my my girlfriend's best friend. He yes. was telling her some stories about having to rip open the floorboards in that place and rip apart the oh. walls. He said he's never seen so many drugs and so many condoms that were like shoved behind cracks like of, <laughs> of, the, of the wood in the wall. Like he's, they said like their, their contractors are pulling out the walls because they had to redo it all, like the drywall and everything. He's a lot of amyl bags, nitrate. Bags of drugs, poppers on the ground, and he he was just like there were like condoms everywhere. He's like the the bathroom, one of the worst smelling things he's ever smelled in his life. They well, had to yeah, gut I've the been bathroom. In there. It is bad. Oh my god, I was just like, dude, I would have been wearing like a complete plastic hazmat suit. I would have hired the crime scene cleaners to come <laughs> and do that part of the job. Just subcontract <laughs> that part out. <laughs> it's funny I too. I, you know i wouldn't even have taken the job at all <laughs> well it's funny yeah i know exactly it's just like wow not um, that but, i have anything against gays i just have things against filth 
<laughs> That's my only problem is the filth. And sexually transmitted diseases that live inside yes. the walls of the edge. But yes. I, it's funny because I mentioned it to my brother. I was like, yeah. So this guy was telling me, my brother's like, that's such bullshit. There are probably like maybe five or six bags of cocaine, a couple of things of poppers, but you know, some condoms. But I didn't see anything else beyond that. There weren't like, you know, 30 bags. And I was yeah. like, dude, it's, it's still pretty gross. He's, he has a different baseline than we do for how many bags of drugs you need to find. You well, you want to know why? Because all those drugs are his. Yeah. And I'm sure the condoms are too. But anyway, <laughs> Trucker Paul, if you do come down to San Francisco, um, I'll come up there. And uh, yeah, I'd love to have a drink with you at my brother's bar. I think it'd be hilarious. I think Trucker Paul would be more popular than he thinks. Yeah, he might want to watch out for that. Uh, here's the second call. Hey, Dean Lance, it's Mike. You know, I was just listening to episode 299, and you got all this hype about episode 300, and you're talking about changing and new Darrens and all sorts of crazy shit. I just want to let you know I am one fucking unstable individual, my good man. And if you change one aspect of that show, I will lose it, and I will hunt you down. I will go to your homes. I will kill your pets. I will kill your family. Well, maybe. That sounds like something that could get me in trouble. But I will freak out, and you will be sorry. So don't change anything. Talk to you. Is he listening to Pearl Jam in the background? I have multiple things to say about this one. He is insane. He's listening to Pearl Jam in the background. Who listens this to Pearl all, Jam anymore? This is also Mike, who did who did a bunch of our promos. Is it? Listen to his voice. You mean the guy that did the uh, the, the cool Adam and Eve promos and all that? Yes. I don't remember. Third if his of name all, is Mike. I believe he lives within like a couple mile radius of where I live. God, I hope so. Now, but third of all, <laughs> to go to go in the opposite of the fear direction, I mean, what are we, indentured servants to all the mental instabilities of all of our listeners? Like, like oh, we, we need to just keep doing this for eternity because somebody might freak out? Have you ever seen that Martin Scorsese movie, King of Comedy? <laughs> <laughs> this guy's going to be my Sandra Bernhardt. Is all I got to say is... Watch that movie and then think about what you just said, Mark. Uh, I'm Jerry Lewis in this scenario, right? <laughs> <laughs> and he's Rupert Pumpkin. All I'd like to say is... Sandra, you know, you know, Sandra Bernhardt's one of those people that you're kind of like, God, she's ugly. But anyway, she's kind of intriguing also. I wouldn't kick her out. Maybe I'm really hot for Sandra Bernhardt. So if it was just Michelle instead of Mike, I would be intrigued. <laughs> But I'm feeling more like Rupert Pupkin's going to show up at my door. I'm well, locking the door. All Mike, I all sure. I got to implore listeners like Mike here who are relatively unstable, um, give it a chance. You know, it's it's not like you're losing the two personalities here. We're going to continue. It's either we might stop the show, or we're going in a new direction. You know, why not give it a shot? Give it a shot at least once. There still might be a possibility of a new Darren. I hope the listeners understand that. Right? It, it could happen. It could happen. I know. Um, I you know I know. Uh, it, shows evolve with time. <laughs> well, what what did the guy said? You can, you can't polish a turd, but you can roll it in glitter. But we're rolling roll right now, people. Glitter. We're covered in glitter right now. This is all glitter. It's glitter you all over. You can't get any more. You can't. <laughs> here's the here's the extension of that meta saying, homily, whatever you call it. Uh, you know. We're covered in glitter. You can't get any more glitter on us, but we're still pretty shitty. <laughs> <laughs> still a piece of shit. 
<laughs> you know, you exactly. can put a lot of glitter on a piece of shit, and it looks nice, better than it did before, but it still smells pretty bad. And finally here, before we move on to the next call, uh, Mike, if you are going to freak out and go kill someone's pets, a wacker lives like not that far from you. He lives over in the East Bay. And I do, I do believe, LA. though, that the shit that's been said on the show you know, up to now, you could probably triangulate on D's location in, in L.A., Eat more easily than you can triangulate on my location. He's gonna hang out for some hipster, like anemic hipster Jew, all covered in tattoos, waiting to buy toilet paper at the Rite Aid. <laughs> You're much waiting. easier to spot than I am. <laughs> all right, the third call actually is from a celebrity because yes, people, celebrities do listen to Sick and Wrong. Yes. Hello, it's Arnold again, and I just want to say my last message was a little convoluted and a little tired. All I wanted to say is, I am awesome, and you guys suck. Maybe I'm from Austria, maybe I'm from Germany. I don't give a fuck. You guys suck, and I am awesome. How many times have you had sex with a fucking foreign chick? Yeah, that's me. I live my life day to day. You guys are a bunch of nerdy guys. And news to Arnold, uh, Maria Shriver actually isn't foreign. Well, he's foreign to her because he's from Austria. Well, I guess foreign to him, because, yeah, so maybe, maybe. But I, she, assume Ar- I assume Arnold's fucked lots of other women besides Maria Shriver also, right? No, he's fucked a lot. That dude used to get he so He fucked his foreign housekeeper. Yeah, that's she's Mexican. Yeah, right, that's foreign. Fucking doing a podcast. Whatever you do, I am awesome. What are you doing right now? What are you doing right now? You're listening Podcasting. to my video. What am I doing? I'm probably with four chicks. Right now, because I am Arnold and you guys suck. So, my other message was good. I hope you play that, but I hope you play this because you guys suck. Suck. And I like my best friend Dan and my boss Candace. And <laughs> Is this a shout out? She's awesome. She's so awesome. You have no idea. I'm about to Candace stop this. Lindsay, oh, does Arnold have a time. boss named Candace? I don't know <laughs> Why does Arnold have a boss? Is this like a, a, <laughs> a like a studio executive or something? I think ever since Arnold lost his job as governor, well, he didn't lose it. He termed out. I think he started working at a Kinko's <laughs> <laughs> on La Brea but in Los Angeles, bo- and his boss is named Candace. It might be Candace Bergen, though. No, Arnold would never, would never do what Candace Bergen tells him to do. He's a Republican. Candace is a hardcore, hardcore liberal, possibly. But I mean, she could be his boss. I mean, you never know. Times are hard for him. He doesn't have the Shriver, the Kennedy money. You know what, though? Do you think Candace Bergen's hot? I haven't seen her in years. Well, Murphy Brown, come on. She she has those very sharp features, very sharp chin, and all that shit. But you know who else did? Maria Shriver. I'm gonna, you know, what I'm gonna call. Maybe this? it is Candace Bergen. I'm gonna call these bits Wackerly's old lady fantasies. <laughs> no, I'm saying I'm not hot for her because <laughs> she's sharp features. But so did Maria Shriver. So maybe Arnold, after this divorce thing has gone through, has jumped on, on the on the Candace Bergen oh, train. Oh, you think because he's he's like gonna make Candace Bergen put on a black wig and he's gonna be fucking Maria Shriver? No, he just likes the sharp featured women. And, you know, sometimes men 
jokingly refer to their girlfriends or wives as the boss. So that's why he's saying my my boss Candace. I think he's his, I think uh, he is her personal assistant. All I'm saying is on the inaugural celebrity show, I think I've just proved that not only does Arnold Schwarzenegger listen to the show, so does Candace Burke. <laughs> Well, let's let's see what Arnold. How many other shout-outs Arnold has to ha- say to like his best friend Adam, which we still really don't know. I'm thinking Adam. I'll Sandler. figure out who Adam is later. I think it's Adam Sandler. Probably. I've heard Adam they hang West. Out. Adam West, maybe. Maybe. You have no grasp on reality. So suck it, suck it, Trebek. Alex Trebek is also there. I had okay. So he's hanging out with Candace Bergen, his boss, Adam Sandler, and Alex Trebek. That's a party. It's a lot of celebrities for this inaugural celebrity show here, Sick and Wrong. He has better friends than I do. He certainly does. Um, People, you can call the Sick and Wrong Celeb Hotline at 206-666-3846. We got a couple emails. It's the same number as before. Yeah, it's the same number. I mean, and you can still be drunk or high and still call. It's not like we're going to say no. I mean, and people talk about celebrities when they're inebriated. We do that all the time. Yeah. Um, we got a couple of emails and we got to get out of here. Uh, the first email came from a devoted fan named TB. A TB writes, episode 300, don't, do not, do not do anything stupid like end the podcast. Please don't let Wackerly leave to spread his love somewhere else. And I like this part. We want you to stick around too, D. Thank you. <laughs> I love being an afterthought. Um, your devoted fan, TB. Postscript, my occupation is a human resource director, which I find really surprising. <laughs> Why would he have... Did we at one point ask people to put their occupation? You did. You are like, I-, I want everybody to call in and say their occupation <laughs> and their name. <laughs> You'd alluded to this in the last episode, and I had no idea what the fuck you were talking about. <laughs> you totally... About. Mean, you, like, some guy did, and you're like... Some oh, like guys that. like um, firefighter thirty from Barstow or something, mm-hmm. and then you're you're like, okay, you know, I think everybody should do this. I I like it. I just I was I was probably drunk and I forgot that I made that request or statement. I do like it. No, and it, it cracks me up. I, you know, I, I I was expecting drug dealer, and it's nice to know that a, a human resources director listens to Sick and Wrong. Although I would be willing to wager she probably hides it. From her, from her friends, but she doesn't need to do that anymore because now we talk about celebrities. Oh, that was a woman. I think so. <laughs> T- 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 TB, whatever he, dude. she. I always assume a human resources director. Okay, I'd like to men. make an additional additional request. <laughs> Put your sex and your occupation, please, <laughs> and your measurements. You can usually tell by the name. This name is a little bit ambiguous here. But, yeah, the but, but you know what though? You know, TB. I think we're doing you a favor here with episode three hundred. No, we're not stopping the show, but we are making it more palatable. Like you, other you're people, making it more palatable. Yeah, but I mean, th- now your coworkers, you can listen to it, and they're like, "Oh, they're talking about celebrities." We it's love more celebrities water cooler too. friendly. It's more water cooler friendly. I, I would say our show is definitely a water cooler show now. We've entered into the water cooler zone. Did you hear about Shia LaBeouf? Yeah, he got his, he got his face pounded in at a bar in Canada of all places. <laughs> water cooler. Oh, water how's cooler your kids? How you, how's your kids' tuberculosis? Hey, we're having oh, a barbecue on bad. Sunday. If you want to come over, I do not want to come to your fucking barbecue. We work <laughs> together. We're not friends. I'm going to be doing drugs all weekend. You ass. <laughs> 
But you, but you know what though? I like being in the water cooler zone rather than being in the crawl space zone, which we've been in for the past five years. It's like you'd only listen to Sick and Wrong by yourself in the crawl space with a tub of Vaseline. And now it's like, no, now you can listen at your cubicle and you can listen with your friends around and you can say, hey, you know, boss lady, Candace Bergen, I'm not ashamed. I'm not ashamed. Are we worried about losing that sort of, this word is played out, but I don't know what else word to use, that, that hipster demographic that aren't, they're not going to like, we're going we're gonna to be perceived as sellouts, basically, right? You know, I think we should deal with that when it comes. I mean, I think a lot of our fans are very understanding, really? very empathetic. Because I, I, I wasn't going to even deal with it. I was just going to say, fuck those guys. <laughs> like, if we could get like five million listeners a week up from our, you know, 500 that we have now or, or 50, I, I might be over that's optimistic there. 25. <laughs> Those 25 hipsters, if they're angry, like they can come suck the shit out of my ass. So you're going to say, you're going to be like Arnold and be like, suck it. Yes. (laughs) I do not care about you. Uh, Our second call here came from uh, Uncle Jiggles, who uh, is a frequent contributor here to the show. He says, I'm listening to episode 299. To keep the conversation of shitting going, do you take pictures of your shits? And send it to friends and family. I know I do. (laughs) I like to take it a few steps further. And I rate their dumps and also provide recommendations. This just sounds like some kind of weird familial issue that I don't even want to know. Dietary recommendations or or shitting technique recommendations? I think he comments. Okay, so I think he started sending pictures of his shit to his family members. And they, in turn, were like, okay, well, I'm going to send you pictures of my shit. And uh-huh. so when they send him pictures of shit, he says, I take it a few steps further and I rate their dumps and provide recommendations. He says, if it's an iceberg, and in parentheses here, pokes out of the water, that's extra points. If it's multicolored, mm. boom, extra points. If it's cracked or broken, sorry, loss of points. That's the most important. In order for it to be a contender dump, it has to be one long, solid shit. I know judging or being judged on shitting brightens my day, no matter how shitty it is. When he says family members, I picture him, he just means mom. (laughs) (laughs) Sending these pictures of shit to his mom. Do you think he's sending, like, emailing iPhone pictures of his feces to his mom? Yeah, I do. Then and I find, it even we- I find it weirder that she sends it back, and then he then tries to give her advice. I mean, how are you going to give your mom advice about how to shit? Like, she's like, I I w- took care of the shit coming out of your ass for like two years. How long do you shit your pants when you're a kid? I don't even know. A year and a half? You know, at least for the first year of your life, I took care of every shit you made. So don't tell me about shit. Yeah, but he sends it to his friends, too. It's probably his brother. So it, he okay, says, he says friends and family. I I I narrow that down to okay, family and then just mom. Let's just say, randomly, P Town sends you a, a picture, texts you a picture, and it's a picture of his turd that he just made. Yeah. Would you respond by sending him a picture of your turd, or would you be like, "What the fuck, dude"? I think I probably would send him a picture of my shit. So I bet you that's how it all started. It became... Just from retaliatory. Yeah, I think it became like a one-upmanship. Like, you know, okay, well, here's my turd, and here's my turd. And then now it seems like these guys have gone so far into it, 
And this dude, I think, probably masturbates to it because he's obviously sexualized the turds. Um, I think it's become to the point where now it's like they have names for the different turds. And it's a point system. It's like we have our brown star scale. They have their shit scale. Yeah. Which it's, is probably also a brown star scale. I, I, I feel like I don't want to be overly boastful or, not, or anything. But I think if I sent a picture of my shit back to P-Town after he sent one to me, or, or if you, D, sent me one and I sent my, a picture of my shit back to you, it would be over. <laughs> Why? Because yours is covered in blood? It's a train wreck. <laughs> you would, you know, it, it would be the equivalent, it would be, it's, it would be the equivalent of you, you know, firing a cannonball at my castle and then I drop like an atomic bomb on your whole, whole entire country. <laughs> You like, you've yield, been eating. yield, I yield. <laughs> it's not, it's not solid. Let me put it that way. It would get zero points on this dude's scale, but it would end the confrontation. <laughs> you know, I'm going to take your word on that. I, I don't think I really want to, want to, want to test you on this. Okay. Anytime, um, anytime, mate, <laughs> anytime I'm ready to make this email fit better into our new format here. What do you suppose Brad Pitt's? Or Keanu Reeves shit looks like. <laughs> Do you think, think it's Brad, perfect? I think Brad Pitt's shits look just like Keanu Reeves. You think he shits a little Keanu Reeves that comes out like yeah. Keanu Reeves Matrix or Keanu Reeves Bill and Ted? Uh, Keanu Reeves The Notebook. Ooh, I didn't even know yeah, he was in that movie. Was Never he? Yeah, well, you did one like that. No, no, it wasn't that. It was uh, Hope Floats. No, you're thinking of Point Break. <laughs> No, one of those. The he made some romantic, not even comedy, just a romantic movie. What do you think Patrick Stewart's turds look like? <laughs> they look like number one. <laughs> not well, what piss, about number but two? Riker. They look like Riker. You think they look number, like number one? Number two looks like like Deanna Troy. <laughs> <laughs> and Data I like, doesn't I like even. Why don't we? Why don't we just make the whole show about Star Trek jokes? I guess I mean then that would be. It could good. be kind of. It could be celebrities. It would be people good. who are in Star Treks. I don't know. It's just uh, what. What do you think? Do you think Lindsay Lohan even is able to shit? No. No. You know, I mean, what What do you think comes out of her? Like, what? Do, what does she produce? Uh, you know, it's just that like just bile directly going through her poop. She's just yellow, sort of foamy liquid. I picture like, you can't call that shit. I picture like if you take a, a twice, picture of it in the toilet, you wouldn't be like, oh, "That's a picture of shit." You'd be like, "What did you dump a fucking can of condensed Campbell's chicken soup in there?" I picture like worms a in shiny, it you think would be the noodles, like a shiny green, like twenty-sided dye type of thing. That if you put it in a bowl and smoked it, you'd be high for like a month. No, it's yeah. much more disgusting than that. <laughs> I, I don't know. 20, that's too clean. It's it's a mess. It's like me. You think it's just spraying out like that? Oh yeah, yeah. And she probably, you know, like if you go back to her apartment, you probably go into the bathroom. Number one, there's no toilet paper. And you're like, why don't you have like a reserve of three rolls? She's like, I don't, I don't She know. uses just a McDonald's like quarter pounder wrapper. <laughs> and then. Do uh, what you have, man. And then you're like, oh, well, I want to, I want to, ha- I want to move my bowels, Miss Lohan. And, and then you go in there and like, there's no seat to fold down. And you're like, where's the fucking toilet seat? Like, I just normally sit on the rim because I have <laughs> toilet snorted seat. It. Yeah, snort. I took it off to snort coke off it one day, and I lost it. All right, last last question here, and then we move on. But Wackerly, if Scarlett Johansson took a shit, like a small shit, just a, a small like rabbit style, like milk dud type of thing, and was like, Would I eat it, yeah. Okay. If you eat it, 
you can have sex with me. Would you? Yes. You would totally do it. Even if it's just like a small a milk little turd. size? You would eat her feces just so you could have sex with her once. Yeah, I mean, I can wash it down with something, right? No, you they just have to, have to eat it like a mushroom. Like eating mushrooms. Chew it 40 like, times. You just shove it in your mouth and just eat oh, it. Oh, yeah. Like mushrooms. Like I put it between a saltine. No, you got to eat it. You got to pick it up. She, she shits in front of you. You have to pick it up with your hand, put it in your mouth, eat it, open your mouth to know, so she can check to make sure you swallowed. And then she's like, do, do with me what you will. Unlimited time allotment? Three hours. Oh, that's even better. So I can, I can like come, take a nap, fuck her again, take a nap, and then get like a quick blowjob in three hours. Yeah, you can do, you have three hours, that's it, three hour window. Can I window. take photos? Uh, no photos. Uh, I mean, I would have done it just for the hand job. <laughs> so this is all this other shit was bullshit negotiations tactics. But uh, of course. I got to say, like, a, a probably... rabbit turd that's the size of a milk dud? Yeah, but it's a nugget. It's like a nugget. It's like a size what of a Rolo. What has she been eating? Like a what Rolo. Has she been eat- what has she been eating? A Scojo Rolo. Has she been eating, like, you know, sort of omnivore, enough grains and fiber and all that stuff? Or or has she been eating, like, you know, like beef burritos from Taco Bell for a week? Well, what do you think Scojo eats? I bet you she eats, like, she only, eats healthy. Like... Exactly. I bet you, I mean, she probably oh, yeah. eats, like... yeah, on her normal diet, of course. Shops at Whole Foods. A you little probably... piece of shit? It probably wouldn't even taste like shit. It probably would taste no. like caramel. No, you know, honestly... It would probably just taste like grass and sort of like a, <laughs> a pastoral scene and maybe a little mushroomy tang. <laughs> All right. People, I, I mean, can... I, I like dirty set. Like, I don't understand these dudes who like, you know, they, they, they buy a whore and then they have her take a shower and like, you know, Lysol their pussy and all that stuff. Well, maybe with the whore, I get that. But, <laughs> with the prostitute, but like with, a, with a girlfriend, like where, where dudes are like, I, I can't fuck my girlfriend unless she's right out of the shower. Like I like the dirty smells. No, I can understand like, like, I like that. The human but sense. But there's quite a, a difference. There's like an, an area between dirty smelling pussy that's kind of smells like BO versus a piece of feces in your mouth. It's a huge step, Wackerly. Says you. <laughs> Says me. People, you can email Sick and Wrong at uh, sickandwrongpodcast at hotmail.com. Um, finally, if you haven't joined up with the Sick and Wrong forum, yeah, I really have no idea what you do online then because there's nothing really else you should be doing online other than listening to Sick and Wrong and joining the Sick and Wrong forum. Uh, have you, Wackerly, have you noticed the Dirty Panties thread? Have you been reading that one? Oh, God, yes. How did that start? I think it started where some female poster, uh, you know, judiciously said, oh, you know what I bet you guys would like to look at is a picture of my dirty panties. And so she posted it and everybody was disgusted. And I said, I'm totally down with that. And then she's like, okay, I'll post some more. And then people were more disgusted. And then I posted again, keep it coming. See, this is kind of like falls in that same yoga pants thing. It's kind of a double standard. It's like yeah. girls will not like sniff like, you know, like Dennis Hopper and Blue Velvet, a guy's, you know, tidy whities Whereas we have no qualms about taking a girl's pants and just being like, ah, you know, let's just sniff this. Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, it's a total double standard. Maybe they do, though. This might be one of those things that girls just don't talk about to guys. I think Kendra probably does. A girl like Kendra probably does. I bet you there's a significant percentage of women who like 
dirty jock smell. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Uh, most of the girls I've been with make me take a bath, which I guess well, is probably not a bad idea. Maybe you smell egregiously bad. <laughs> I mean, there's there's healthy dirty jock smell, then there's like diseased corpse. But I do, I do love the uh, this dirty dirty panties thread because there's a picture of a pair of soiled panties, and then there's like a little sick and wrong placard, like a little <laughs> sick and wrong note that says so. So it just proves it's real. Yeah, you know those are like real soiled panties. So uh, people go check it out. If you go to the Sick and Wrong Forum, you can see things like that on a regular basis. Sickandwrongforum.com. Also, uh, thank you for subscribing to the show on iTunes. Uh, it actually really does help us out. We are very close to having a thousand ratings. I know I bitch yeah. and whine about it th- all th- the time. Thanks for posting, but I wish you had like twenty-five friends. Yeah, you know, I mean, all you, all you need to do is tell your buddies, go to your buddy's house, just sign up, and subscribe them without their knowledge. Do it to your grandparents; they'd love that. Next thing you know, they, 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 they open up iTunes, which they probably don't even know what that is. But they open up iTunes and they're like, oh, my God, I'm subscribed to a podcast. It I wonder be... what this is. I'll listen to it. Oh, it's hilarious. They it's talk a... about eating shits from actresses <laughs> that I don't know and all kinds of dirty stuff. And then they talk about celebrities. And it's I, great. I love it. I love celebrities. So go to, go to Sick and Wrong. Just do a search. On iTunes, subscribe to the show, give us a rating, we appreciate it. Also, um, you know, right now you can still order a sick and wrong quado t shirt. I still have a few left. I know they've they've actually been selling quite well. And uh we're I'm debating right now if I'm gonna make a second printing. I don't know. I, I wore think- mine extensively on my camping trip this past weekend and it was quite it was quite the hit amongst the woodland creatures. You know, it's a good shirt for celebrities to wear because they're making a new total recall. And I yeah. heard the guy, yeah, I'm trying to think of it. I think it's the guy that played Gollum is going to play Quato. <laughs> really? Yeah, or something like that. <laughs> Plus, celebrities always need to set themselves apart. Like, you can't wear a Lady Gaga shirt if you're uh, Madonna, because everybody's like, well, you guys are kind of competing against each other. You need to wear something that's, like, underground and indie. Exactly. Way, in our case, like way underground, like below the core of the, the core of the earth, like on deep, the other deep side. buried, like really deep, <laughs> yeah. like way under the crawl space. Yeah, you but- won't be if you're a celebrity because you're so such a vapid piece of shit. You want people to be like, "What's that T-shirt about?" <laughs> then you have something to say. It's a talking just like, point. Da, da, da. It's a talking point. So go go to sickandwrongpodcast.com, click on store, and order yourself a sick and wrong quarter tea. We're going to end the show here with the Sick and Wrong Song of the Week. And I think to follow with the, the new theme, the new format of the show here, Wackily, I don't know if you know this. You might, but I don't know if a lot of our fans know, but a lot of celebrities have bands. Did you, yep. did you know that? They're musicians. Yeah, I know that. I think it's because... Bruce, Bruce Willis, he plays a mean harmonica. Don Johnson, Billy Bob I believe, I believe that uh, Keanu was in a band at one point. Counters in a band called Dogstar. I think it's yeah. because these celebrities are so incredibly talented that they need to channel that energy somewhere between movie shoots. So what they do is they, they, need, put, they need to they need to mix it up so they can keep their creative juices flowing. I understand it. it. I, I fully support it. They're so full of creative juices. It's like they're multi-level performers. So I, also, can, I like it when musicians also act. That's also always a good time. Yeah, that's, that, that is actually kind of cool. Uh, Keanu Reeves, dog star. Jared Leto is in a band called 30 Seconds to Mars. Russell Crowe is in a pub rock band. Pub rock. It's a new Mostly genre. he just 
sort of plays shitty songs to get people to fight him. So he can beat the shit out of him. Scarlett Johansson made an album with Tom Waits. I remember that. And Juliet Lewis. Juliet Lewis has a band. It's called Juliet and the oh, Licks. So talented. Did you like Rock her better in, in Natural Born Killers or The Other Sister? Ooh. I liked her it's in tough. Benny and June. Benny and June. She was in that? Yeah, she played that retarded girlfriend of retarded Johnny Depp. <laughs> and, and I thought about it. I was like, God. They it. were eccentric. Did, did you see the sex scene in that? It was so weird. Kept sticking G.I. Joe figures in places where while. they shouldn't be. Um, we're going to end the show here with a song by Juliet and the Licks. Um, that'll be the uh, sick and wrong song. It's kind of, of a sexy here. band name for yeah, like a band full actually. of women. The Licks. I would lick Juliet Lewis. I definitely would. I would. Yeah. Today. If she wants to find me today, offer expires in an hour. People, and that's the end of our broadcast. I like saying <laughs> that. You like that? And that's the end of our broadcast. And that's the rest of the story. And that is the end of our broadcast. We'll okay, be back like next it. week um, with some more hot and sticky, sick and wrong celebutainment. Um, until then, take it cheesy. Take it celebrity. Oh, we need Hello. we need an entire blue we need an entire blooper reel of you fucking up the calls, God, dude. It's so you know. I bet you if I had an old iPod, it'd be easier than this touch iPod. Yeah, but yeah, I should almost do that. <laughs> it would just be funny. But at the end of one of the episodes, I, I should have all the. You know, maybe I'll do it this time. <laughs> all right, ready? No man fucking oh, messenger. Motherfucker! <laughs> Put that one in. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs>
fucking hey, man. You'd think after so many years of doing this shit. Blooper right. reel. Okay, I'm ready now. 